Love Talk Radio. What we do in life echoes of eternity. Go ahead, Lisa. for a few minutes here, a few seconds. Stay with me, stay with me, hold the line. Brothers, what we do in life Uh, what's up? What's going on, people? Happy Valentine's Day to the people out there in, in the internet world, Los Angeles, West Coast, East Coast, North Side, East Side, Upside, Downside, Out the Country in the DRC. What's going on, Side? You catch it, the Benga here, live and direct from the west side of Los Angeles, California, this very chilly but sunny Valentine's Day. I hope you folks out there having a good time wherever you are. If you're listening to me and you're with your loved one, while you're listening to me, it's Valentine's Day. But then again, hope information that may soothe you, lead to some discussion, maybe some heated discussion with the uh, much-anticipated makeup. People, 646-595-2892. 646-595-2892. You could also chat with me live and direct. And people that have been on the air before know I'll call out your name with love and affection and then read your question, read your statements. Show. Segment name. Mosavani said what? <sighs> Where do I begin? All right, let's get down here. Let's just get to let's get down to you know how they say the get down as a the principal at the charter school where I teach do design charter school as uh, Mr. A saying the get down the get down is recently as I was posting on my listserv drcnn at yahoogroups.com again it's drcnn at yahoogroups.com I came across an article that came out of Kampala in regards to Ugandan's President Yoreri Moseveni, the punk, as I'll call him. And I'm going to read this little article to you. It's not long. I'm going to read this to you. Let me know where you think the anger or the irritation comes from. Post it. February 10, 2009, Ugandan President. Headline, Congolese Massacres, A Necessary Sacrifice. Uganda President Yori Museveni on Tuesday said that the massacre of up to 900 civilians by the Lord's Resistance Army, LRA, in the northeast of the Democratic Republic of the Congo was a sacrifice for future peace in their country. By people in bad situations, Museveni told a press conference, quote, Sacrifices are paid by people in bad situations, end quote, Museveni told a press conference. Quote, you can talk of 900 people who died. But how about those who died due to the high infant mortality rate in, when the LRA was there? End quote. Museveni admitted there was no protection for civilians when Ugandan, Congolese, and Southern Sudanese forces launched an offensive against the LRA in DRC Congo. However, he criticized the UN and humanitarian agencies for calling the attack and subsequent massacres a disaster. 
the U.N. head of, the, of humanitarian affairs, John Holmes, who visited the area this week, criticized the ongoing joint ground and aerial battles against the rebels, saying the, quote, humanitarian consequences of the operations against the LRA, catastrophic, catastrophic, end quote. The joint forces began the attack on the rebel positions mid-December around Congo's Garamba National Park, where the guerrillas fled to in late 2004 after being flushed out of their former bases in southern Sudan. The LRA went on a rampage following the attack, hacking and clubbing up to, up to 900 people to death, abducting hundreds and displacing tens of thousands in the area, according to the U.N. groups. The, U, the Ugandan rebels last year refused to sign a final peace treaty with the government after nearly three years of talks, saying the International Criminal Court, ICC, should first remove arrest warrants issued against five of their leaders for war crimes. The Hague-based court in 2005 indicted the rebel leaders on charges of killings, torture, rape, abductions, and conscription of, child, of children in the war. They have never been arrested and two have since died in the bush. The LRA fought a rebellion over 20 years, two decades, in North Uganda, where they killed thousands and displaced close to two million others. Museveni is a bitch. Quote me, I don't care. Who is this clown? This is the problem. I have said this sometime to uh, Sylvester at Congo Vision, who, by the way, did a very in-depth, very interview with Keith Snow sometime uh, a couple of days ago. Congovision.com. We'll talk about that later on. When I was speaking with Sylvester, I had made a comment during our conversation where I said that it, 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 did he notice that or did people notice that there were questions were always being asked of Kagame of what's going on in Congo, what's going on in Congo. But no question has ever been asked of the Congolese, particularly Kabila, of what's going on in Rwanda. You ever notice that? You don't believe me? Go to allafrica.com. Scroll through all these searches. Find how many, how many times Kagame has been asked about, even by some of their own reporters of allafrica.com, have asked, have asked Kagame about what's going on. In, like the bitch is the president of Congo? I'm just so irritated. People, you should see my people in the studio right now. They are just shaking their head because they know I'm just really irritated at this moment. They're always asking Kagame, what do you think what's going on in Kinshasa? What do you think is going on in Kiva? What do you think is going on in DRC? What do you think is, what do you think is going to happen to bring peace? In the Great Lakes. They never asked Joseph Kabila those questions. They never asked him what's going on in Rwanda. They never asked him what's going on in Uganda. They never asked, give me a friggin' break. Now I gotta see this article here where most of any the punk is gonna say sacrifices are paid by people in bad situations. After that bitch supported MLC, people, you know I'm just in that mood today. I'm just in that groove, right, people? You all know what's going on. I'm just in that mood today. It's, who is this guy to talk about? He's the president of Uganda. Let him talk about the Acholi up north. Let them talk about the people that LRA killed in Uganda. Let them talk about the child and children soldiers in Uganda. Let them talk about the child people getting raped, murdered, and killed in Uganda. Who is he to say what's the sacrifice in the, in the, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo? Who's most of any? People back there, you, you see what I'm saying? Who is, again, who is this? I'm done. I'm done. Another bitch slap for Kinshasa. He's going to say, you can talk of 900 people who died, but how about those who died due to the high infant, infant mortality rate in the area when the LRA was there? Why, were they, why was there high, high infant mortality rate, people? Why? Because when the LRA was there, the people were afraid to go out into the bush, into the field to get the food. So since they couldn't get the food, the children started starving, starving to death. What do you think? Give me a break. Give me a break. Mm, mm, mm people of the world. What's going on here? Talk to me. 646-595-2892. 646-595-2892. Or you can come to me live and direct on the chat because you know I'll read your questions. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Let me explain to you. You know, listen. Let me explain to you how these people died. The 900. That's just the 900 at the church. Let me explain to you what happened. The LRA, led by that punk Coney, who people seem to be afraid to kill, they have no problem with uh, Savimbi. Amazing. I'm not advocating murder here. I'm just making a point. They came down to a park outside uh, northeast Congo near Aturi, locked the people in the church, and burned it to the ground. There you go. 
There's about a sickle in there. Burn it to the ground. Then they came back and went to another place, I think another church in the same region, whatever. Lots of people in, and they were bringing people out two at a time, and they were clubbing them to death. Clubbing them to death. A vision just popped into my mind when I was posting to DRCN and uh, yahoogroups.com a little while ago, earlier today on Saturday, February 14th, and I came across this grandmother who had a child sitting on her lap, and she was paralyzed from the neck down, and her parents were killed. Her, uh, I think her husband and people were killed because they twisted her neck and broke her neck. You should just see the picture. I'm done. Congolese, what the hell are you guys waiting for? Bunch of punks. What are you guys waiting for? What do we have to do? What is it going to take, people? They twisted her neck and broke her neck. She's paralyzed from the waist down. Go to DRCNN at yahoogroups.com and look at the photo. She's like almost in her 60s, 70s. They broke her neck by twisting her head. This is the LRA. And um, um, i got to go to musical break because it's about to get functified in here. And, you know, we, gotta, we have to maintain our professional composer. Isn't that right, people? Mm-mm-mm. People. People, people, people. Let's hear some Rumba Africa. Talk to me. Goodness, I was getting my mutwa on in the back. That's Shibango Kadima and Rumba Africa. That's right, I was getting my, you know, I'm half Faluba on my mother's side. You know how they get down. Proud history, proud history. Folks, I'm back. And I'm not apologizing for anything I said before the musical break because I'm still irritated. What's it? You... <laughs> Let me read you something else here. For those that's waiting for justice to come in, in, in Congo after so, I think we're at 8 million dead right now. Let me give you an article that just came out February 12th. Peace before justice, the Congo minister tells the ICC. Why do we even sign the contact with the ICC if when we got folks we know have killed people, we don't hand them over? Kinshasa, the Democratic Republic of the Congo on Thursday justified a refusal to hand over a former rebel chief 
for trial by a world court on the grounds that domestic peace was best served by his remaining free. Let me read that again. The Democratic Republic of Congo on Thursday justified a refusal to hand over a former rebel chief for trial by a world court that domestic peace was best served by his remaining free. The country's justice minister, Emmanuel Jean-Pierre Lusolo, told a press conference that, quote, in the judicial practice of any state, there are moments when the demands of peace override the traditional needs of justice, end quote. The ICC, based in The Hague, wants to try Bosco Taganda for alleged war crimes in the country's northeastern Ituri region, particularly enlisting child soldiers in 2002 to 2003. But in Taganda, the head of general staff of the Rebel National Congress for the Defense of the People, of the punks, they should say, CNDP, on January 16th, went over to Kinshasa's side in a conflict in the eastern region for years. When President Joseph Kabila on January 31st stated that he sought, quote, peace and security, end quote, in the North Kivu, North Kivu province, where hundreds of thousands of people were uprooted by successive conflicts, his remark was already a strong hit that he would not turn into Ganda over to the ICC. Musolo acknowledged Thursday that, quote, justice is an interesting element of peace, end quote, and also warned critics against, quote, dragging the DRC through the mud, end quote, despite his remarks, quote, have I said that Bosco and Tekanda has, has been pardoned? End quote, he asked, without detailing what fate awaited the former rebel leader. And Tekanda's defection doubled to one of Kinshasa's toughest adversaries in the eastern Kivu provinces, renegade General Laurent Nkunda, who was arrested, let me, let me rephrase that, who was, quote, arrested, end quote, in neighboring Rwanda on January 22nd. The quotes were mine. Since then, CNDB forces have started rallying to the National DRC Army, the FARDC, which is engaged in joint operations with Rwandan troops and with UN logistical support to quell strife in the region. When it came to Nkunda, Lusola said that his extradition from Rwanda was in hand and said that he would be tried within the DRC, but gave no precise details of when and how, except the renegade leader would get a regular trial with the right to defense. International Watchdog Human Rights Watch on February 5th urged Kabila to hand over into Ghana to the ICC, a court set up in 2002, for trying cases of genocide, all crimes, and crimes against humanity. The eastern provinces of the vast Central African country, which has great minimal wealth, have been particularly scarred by successive conflicts before and after a 1998-2003 war that embroiled, not war, we'll say invasion, that embroiled more than half a dozen African armies with Rwanda then fighting Kinshasa. A long peace process began before the end of the war, that aroused concern in human rights and judicial circles when former war crime suspects on all sides in the DRC appeared to benefit from a waiver of justice on being integrated into the new national army. People, what is going on? What is happening here? What is up with this ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous notion that you could basically wipe out half the keys on Ghani, but you know, for the sake of peace, we're going to let you join the army. And on top of that, the folks that helped you carry out the, the, the massacre, they can join the army too. Bunch of punks, man. It's just one of those moves. I know it's Valentine's Day, and I know we got to feel the love, but today, screw that. Bunch of punks, man. Outside Kinshasa and inside Kinshasa. What's going on, people? How is it you, Rwanda's problems are resulting in our people getting murdered? How is it Uganda's problem and our people getting murdered? If this was the Americans, when the other people's problems became their problem, they went to other people and said, look, we're going to remove you and call you a day. Iraq and Afghanistan come to mind. But no, we said that you didn't see the Americans integrating the Ba'ath Party into the new Iraqi army. You didn't see the Americans telling Karzai, we want a, 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 a government of unity, like they try to force in all the African countries like Zimbabwe and, and Liberia and Sierra Leone, those places. You didn't see the Americans saying to Karzai, we want the Taliban to be part of the unity government and also to be half the military. But no, when it comes to Africa, when it comes, well, let me tell you, the rules are a little different. We can't have that kind of justice. You know what? For the sake of peace, why don't you just join the national army? I'm just done. I'm just done, people. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Talk to me, people. What is it going to take? Congolese. What is it going to take? You know, what's it going to take, people? 
<laughs> you know, Congo's rich, rich in minerals and stuff like that. <sighs> so I need to ask my sister, not my sister, my brother on my Congo. But most of all, I got to talk to my younger sister, Shaumba, from Origination. You know, Shaumba, she's acting in Boston. She's listening right now. They have a, story, a show going on. But I'm going to talk to you. You know, Shaumba, I got a question. Why is it all of a sudden, you know what, what bothers me is that all, this, you know, all these minerals and all these people making money in our country, all these people are just changing. All these people who are supposed to be for the country are now against the country. All those folks that are supposed to be like, you know, make big and change in the country are taking change out of the country in terms of cash and, and coins and diamonds. So, Shaomba, I don't understand how, how, how money's affecting these people. What, what's your opinion on this? Uh, uh, yo, 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 Shaomba. Yo, 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 Shaomba. It's funny how money changes situations. Real colonials take over nations. Our liberation don't fit your equation. Try to take us back to the plantation. Someone play Africans like we don't. We the ones who started civilization. Everything you try to do will be undone. We know all the tricks from Addis to Cape Town. Ding dong, here come the World Bank song. Gotta pay debt and lose education. But if Africans strong, run for your guns. Take back your pride and your continent. We be number one since creation Now groupies for westernization Now you won't cry over cancellation Red West for all types of reduction Why you gotta let them act like champions We will win some with unification 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 Now, now, how come your talk turned cold? Gave up control of your diamonds so confused that you lost all control Now it's all lost, what a sight to behold Our wisdom was better than our silver and gold War kids homeless and lost on the road Every man wanna act like he's a god Rape all the women and take the man's job Then say you always like your name was not Think they so perfect that we can't see their flaws Say you're superior but based on who's lost No confidence, bring back consequences Hypocrites always wanna play innocent Can't win now if we don't unite quick Stop giving up oil and chocolate Import and pay more when you import it I know you don't want to hear my perspective But I question mankind and its objectives If we don't change, then destruction comes And we will win some with unification 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 Thank you, Shaomba. Oh, Congo, I think you have. You were saying some stuff back there too, man. You know what's going on, man? What's your opinion? Because every time we go, every time people come to the Congo, man, they always get this bad news, man. So, what do you want people to know? What's going on, my Congo? Welcome to the Congo where they play your slay And politicians robbing like every day For that diamonds and gold, timber and oil Can't forget the cold and you find in your cell phone and PlayStation Yo, it's a crazy situation, but since y'all don't get it Let me give an explanation See, the Congo's so poor because it's so rich All the minerals and the whole world, they want it That's why you don't see it on the daily news Cause you'd be outraged if you thought of abuse Like one time to talk like Geronimo Pratt, son In hopes that we can see some action last yeah, it was only covered by Anderson Cooper But I guess you have something else to do, bruh The five nights it aired from 10 to midnight Maybe if it was on Oprah, you'd have seen it ride But old cover the Congo in 2005 Had Lisa Ling live on the scene, no lie Said the violence here is the world's big secret It was shown in broad day, but I guess you didn't peep it Yeah, yeah, this is for Patrice Mumba, Dr. Dabinga Wasaid, Dr. Galila Wakabongo Anybody out there fighting for the Congo to be free, yo, let's go! 
Welcome to the Congo where they slay and slay and innocent folks dying like every day for all the Jews we be buying the USA son and families they don't stop breathing and mourning. Welcome to the Congo where they slay and slay and innocent folks dying like every day for all the Jews we be buying the USA son and families they don't stop breathing and mourning. See, I've been talking about this since I was eight years old before Ye rolled diamonds from Sierra Leone. First I took the academic route and wrote a paper. Yo was like, man, that stuff's too deep, so make it safer. So I made it artistic and put it in a poem. Y'all was like, you ain't been on death jam, so go home. So I made it simple, as could be in a rap. I even went down south and caught the looter track. But for some of you, this is still too dense. Might as well be talking another tongue like French. Parce que tout le monde sait, je parle la vérité. Je veux seulement liberté pour Congolais. I say this in hopes that y'all stand up and act. Cause if you silent on the Sudan and the Congo Jack, when they come and break your women, who gon' have your back? So welcome to the Congo, is your passport back? With your help, I know we'll get free someday. Congo for the Congolese, to the Lamoon VA. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? We gotta get out there and fight for the Congo. You ain't gotta be Congolese, you ain't gotta be black. Anybody around the world, you gotta stand up and act, man. Congolese are human beings too. If you ain't seen on the news, don't mean you ain't got nothing to do. Welcome to the Congo where they slay and slay and innocent folks dying like every day for all the Jews we be buying the USA son and families they don't stop breathing and mourning. Welcome to the Congo where they slay and slay and innocent folks dying like every day for all the Jews we be buying the USA son and families they don't stop breathing and mourning. People, 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 what's it going to take? What's it going to take, my Congolese out there? What are you guys waiting for? What are you waiting for? People to bring us freedom? We got our freedom. Now, where are you going to let it go to waste and give it back to the UN? What's going on, people? You know, I just really wonder. I just really wonder. You know, but we have to speak about the positive. We have to speak about the people who are doing stuff. There's Ome Congo laying it down. Welcome to the Congo with the Slayer Slay. Sean will break it down. It's money how money it's funny how money changes situation. Uh, uh, uh. Some try to play the Congo like she dumb. This is ridiculous. Breaking it down, Omar Coco break it down. Dave Donaldson, let me tell you that guy. Apparently you know, I got a little information on his Facebook. Yes, people I'm on Facebook. I like it better than, than MySpace. Not it's not as loud. Facebook is kinda cool. People laid back, talking business back and forth. You know, I got some information uh, from Dave Donaldson. Apparently, his book was assigned somewhere, Heart, Heart of Diamonds, people. Dave, you're holding up my Academy Award for um, Best Picture and Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay ad- Adaptation, Dave Donaldson. You're holding up our Academy Awards. What's going on? Apparently, his, cl- his book was assigned to uh, a, pro- a class somewhere. Let me see if I can get that information. I'm not going to give the whole thing because... I want to wait until um, he feels I should make the APRO pay announcement. But it's it's things like that, you know, those things where people just take the time to do what we do. You know, let me see if I can share what Dave wrote. Apparently the book Heart of Diamonds, people, Heart of Diamonds, go out there, get that book, Amazon, if you have to, Amazon.com, write me. I'll figure out a way. Well, look, I already have my stuff. I'm getting mine signed when I see him in New York when I get there in April. Go to, go to heartsofdiamonds.com if you have to. Find out how to get that book. That book is awesome. I haven't read the whole thing, but from what I've seen, it's awesome. In fact, what we're going to do in a few minutes, I'm going to pay you an audio, an audio clip that he submitted to us. He let us use gracefully when we did our show dedicated to the Congolese women. Powerful. Women were crying that night. They were chatting with me live on our show. It was dedicated to the women. Go hear the show. And I'm telling you, people were traumatized. But we were what we were talking about. Then they heard the passion that Dave Donaldson was reading from his book, Heart of Diamonds. We'll get to that in a second. I'll we'll give you a little clip. But apparently his book was assigned to a class that had to do with de- developmental economics because, the, because his book is so detailed. And apparently he's going to be speaking to it, and there will be a presentation. And he's going to see if he can make available to us over here at the uh, station clips or what have you that we can post on our station here, on our blog section or what have you. Let me tell you, Dave Donaldson wasn't born in Congo. You know, I don't even even think he grew up there. 
But look what look at the difference he's making. Look at the difference he's making. One man. All we need is one man, one woman, one child. He's going to be teaching to a class, a class that may not even know anything about the DRC. But Dave is one of those people. And mind you, we've talked mostly by phone or Internet, what have you. But let me tell you, that's one person who you can tell his agenda is the Congo. His agenda is not himself. Unlike some people over there in D.C. who know they, who they are. His agenda is Congo. So I have to give love to Dave Donaldson. He could have wrote about something totally against the Congo, but I have to give the love. That's what I'm saying. People, you're out there. Miss Boros, she laying down. We had our conversation. had talked in a while. What's going on? You know, when she was heard what's going on, she found some information. We had our conversation back and forth. There are people out there. You know, Keith Snow, folks, I'm going to see if I can get a, a link over from Congo Vision, but if I, you know, to uplift the uh, interview. So that's the deal with Keith Snow. But let me tell you, if you can get to congovision.com, go to the English side. It'll say Anglais. Let me tell you, when, when Sylvester was telling me about he was going to interview Keith Snow, all I said, get, the note, get a pen and paper out, ask one question, sit back, and take notes. Keith Snow has been for an advocate for the Congo and the Great Lakes when people did, thought Congo was where King Kong came from. Keith Snow, I believe he's in Connecticut, I believe has been talking about the DRC for the longest, the longest. Now all of a sudden it's news. Now all of a sudden after it's important. Here's some news that I want someone to tell me. Where's Robera? Where's he at? With his little 300, 300 bodyguards. Let me tell you, I couldn't be the president of DRC because let me tell you, I, it'd be old school. Old, it'd be the Roman way. You know, I do like the Americans. Our sovereignty is, is paramount. Paramount. People. Keith Snow broke down an interview, congovision.com. Congovision.com. Go check it out. His interview, you can feel the passion. It's like Milton over at Black Star Press. Or the Black Star News. Milton, he broke it down. He's been talking about the DIC for a long time. People, when we're talking about getting the press out there to cover the Congo, we're asking people, what, if people in the back back there, what were they talking about? Milton at Black Star was talking about the DRC. Keith Snow on his webpage was talking about the DRC. Can't remember the, his webpage, specifically the address. Let me see if I can find it. The guy at uh, your.com for Africa. I can't remember his name. But he was talking about Africa, for, about the DRC for the longest time. Other people were talking about it. My dad, my mom was protesting, was giving panels. People were giving presentations on this. So now we got the of that we wanted through all the little global you know, unity movement. Well, what did it get us? Hmm? What did it get us? How many lives did we save? We got to do it the American way, the Roman way, the Western way. We got to do it the Shaka way. When he got strong enough, what did he do? He started laying waste to all those that oppressed him and his family. You know? That classic scene in Shaka Zulu where he basically took on another village, and he and his boys and his lieutenants are walking up the hill to a guy, a chief elder named Makadama. I just love that name. And he looked at Shaka, and he remembered Shaka, because his little ethnic group harassed and terrorized Shaka, and his mother back in the day didn't give him shelter when he was on the run from his father. And the chief said, Makadama said, when is enough? How many villages are you going to burn down? How many people are you going to kill? How many people are you going to scatter? How many people are you going to you know, impale? All because of, your, of the offense to your family, all because of the offense to your mother. Now, you know what got Shaka started. He was already in one of those little moves. But you heard the part about his mother? He walked up to Makadama. He says, wait a minute. My thirst for vengeance against you and your people. Because Makadama said, your thirst, has been your thirst of vengeance has been quenched quenched a thousand times over. Give peace. And he said something in Zulu, whatever he said. Shaka walked up there and said, look, my thirst of vengeance against your people is now quenched. Then he just walked off and Macadama was looking, was looking at Shaka like, who the hell is this guy? And then during that speech, man, 
Hold on for one second. Hold on for one second. Had to switch mics here because everybody else wants to get on the microphone at the same time. They like that. They have some things to say. During that speech, two guys were thrown to the ground upon a shaka. One of the guys looked up. It was one of the guys who harassed Shaka's family back in the day when they burned their crawl of wheat and stuff like that. I remember that scene. The guy looked at Shaka. Shaka looked down at him. Shaka said, do you remember Infunda? Do you know how she died? Of death and starvation. No way for an old woman to die. Her death could have had not somebody burnt our crawl, our grain. What would you do if she was your grandmother? Hmm? That guy's mouth hit the floor. Shaka looked a little, glanced to the left, nodded his head to the right. Two sticks came up. Next thing you know, Two, those, those two guys that harassed Shaka back in the day were impaled on a stick. And then Shaka rolled off. That's what I'm talking about. Now, I'm not, I'm not advocating murder. I'm just saying. Peace can come after the justice is served, not the other way around. Because let me tell you what happens. When you have peace without justice, all you're doing is creating a groundswell of vengeance. Rodney King in the U.S. out here. The folks, the folks weren't seeing the, the justice, and it was building, building up. And as Snoop Dogg once said, he said, we've been talking about this for a long time, police brutality, what's going on in the community. And here it is on tape, and the guys were still found guilty. He goes, if the guys were on tape when found guilty, and they were not found guilty, then we in trouble. So Congolese, what are you waiting for? Justice comes before the peace. Justice will bring peace. Because you know what happens? When you stop punishing those that have basically slaughtered millions, thousands, burning down church, breaking the neck of, oh, I just can't even, when I think about that picture, it just got me started. That could be my, that's somebody's grandmother. When you do things like that, justice has to be served, and justice will send a message to anybody else that wants to do the same kind of terrorist activities in Congo, do this and suffer the same fate. That's what the Egyptians did when they were at war with the Nubians. When the Nubians were coming uptown to eat towards Egypt, Pharaoh up there was building these large sculptures on the side of pyramids and mountains of Nubians being in, in chains, led off as prisoners. The message was, you come up here, what's going to happen to you? Well, the Nubians were no different, different either. They had their own little you know, uh, graffiti artwork saying, you come down here, we got something for you also. But no, not in Congo. When it comes to everybody wants peace, you know what? They want peace at the expense of the Congolese. They don't want peace at the expense of them making money. They don't want peace at the expense of them making profit. You don't believe me? Go do your research. Go to drcnn at yahoogroups.com and see for yourself. I just take the news and post it. I don't write it. I'm just in one of those moves today, people. Dave Donaldson, let me share something, share something that he, he submitted with us. And I've, I've been so eternally grateful. If I've known the guy for a long time. I was talking about rape and murder, Mr. Donaldson. Why don't you give him some words from your book, Hearts of Diamonds, about rape and murder? Hello, I'm Dave Donaldson, the author of Heart of Diamonds, and this is The Rape of a Mother. This passage from my novel illustrates the terrible plight of the people of the Democratic Republic of Congo, where nearly six million people have died in the last ten years. Once he started, Christophe talked softly but rapidly, as if he wanted to get the story over with. The Lunda Libre came in the morning. It was so early no one had gone to the fields. We tried to run to the forest to hide, but there were too many of them, and they shot us and chopped us and beat us with clubs. The noise and the smoke, it was horrible. I ran with my mare and the baby, but she fell. Her feet tangled in her pannier, and I couldn't pull her up. The soldiers grabbed me and held my arms. I tried to fight them, but they made me look at her anyway. I could not stop them. 
One soldier yanked the baby from my mare and threw him on the ground. When the baby cried, the big soldier kicked him like a football, and he flew through the air and bounced on the ground on the other side of the road, and then he lay still. His voice became more agitated. The other soldiers laughed. It was a big joke. He lifted his head, staring at something in the distance Jamie couldn't see. One man pulled Ma Mare's pange over her head. Another big soldier stomped on her until she stopped struggling. Then they all violated her, taking turns. One soldier kicked her between her legs before he stuck his thing into her. I tried to fight the soldiers holding me and yelled at them to stop hurting Ma Mare, but they would not, and one hit me in the stomach with his gun, and I got sick on the ground. Ma Mare screamed. Then the big soldier cut off her sayin with his machete, and then he violated her with the blade, and then she died in the dirt. I could not help her because they held me too hard. His head drooped. He took a deep, shuddering breath before he looked up. Thank you for supporting the people of the Congo and for listening to this passage from Heart of Diamonds. Now you know what Dave Donaldson is doing, listening right now around the world. What are you doing? You doing something for the DRC? No problem. You know I'm not talking to you. You know we probably are talking to email. You know how we get down. But I'm talking about you out there, Congolese. I'm not going to talk about every other people. I'm going to talk to my Congolese directly right now. Because if people keep saying, we need to get the Americans help, we need to get the Americans help, we need to get the Americans help. Really? Well, who do you think gave a million dollars to this offensive regarding the chase for the LRA in Congo where it provided fuel, logistics, and some other things? A million dollars. The Americans, what do they have to show for it? 900 dead Congolese in one spot, a thousand more murdered somewhere else and a grandmother whose neck was broken when the LRA grabs her head and twisted it. What a fiasco, like the Bay of Pigs in the Kennedy administration. So you got your American help. The Americans are focused on the national policy, the stimulus package that just recently passed. I think it was 60 to 23 or what have you. They got the margin of President Obama Thursday, I believe, in Denver. So there. The Americans put in a million dollars. And look what happened. Most of those guys admitted there's no protection for the, for the Congolese civilians. So what's going on? Congolese, what are we going to be doing? Folks down there in Orange County, what are y'all doing? I'm not talking about Pastor Casareca, who, who's always been taking care of the business, who's always been doing stuff for the DRC. I'm not talking about Julie Cosimo, who's always been about the culture. Now she's a photographer. I'm talking about some other cats down there who are too busy running their mouths and talking and fronting like they're Congolese. But when it comes down to actually doing stuff for the Congolese, they're a bunch of punks. They're like a bunch of Rwandan traitors. They think about themselves. They think they're the spokesperson for the Congo. Folks up in the Bay Area, what you doing? I'm not talking about Inga Association. I'm not talking about Fumu or the Fumi. I'm not talking about those guys up there. I'm talking about all those Congolese up there who aren't doing it. They're just walking around complaining and moaning and protesting and saying, we need the Americans to do this. The Americans are focused on their domestic policy. Who doesn't risk anything about the back home? You think Hillary Clinton's going to land in Kinshasa anytime soon? You have a better chance of seeing Hillary Clinton in Khartoum before you see her in, in Kinshasa. How come no American or no Western diplomat of, of stature has visited the all this killing? They want to say it's not safe. I believe President, when he was still candidate Obama, would want to go to, wanted to go to Kinshasa. They said it wasn't safe. But if I recall correctly, he was still a candidate. He landed in the middle of Baghdad. It looked like a war between the Sunni and the Shiites. Come on, people. When we take care of our business, then people will get down with us. They're not going to say, you know, if we let someone else do it, you know what's going to happen? We're going to be at their mercy again. It's a joke. Kagami and those guys just want the U.N. mission out of Congo so they can seize the area. That's why. Including if they want to prevent Nkun. Let me tell you what's going down. Recently, an air raid took place that killed 40 rebel commanders. An air raid? I didn't know we even had the Air Force. I'm dead serious. I thought it was like a helicopter would fly over or something. That's the, that's the bombing run. Then on top of that, there's this Rwandan joint venture with Congo. 
The chief of staff for the army in Congo didn't even know about it. Come on, people. The only reason they want the Rwanda troops is there is to get rid of Nkunda. They're afraid that there might be a coup against, you know, the CNDP. So they reinforced his little militia movement with Rwandan troops. And by the way, just to let you know, a few days before the, the movement started against the, the Rwandan Hutu rebels, that's what they want to call them, what have you, the Americans shipped heavy equipment to the Rwandans to use in Darfur. Well, the Rwandans didn't do anything in Darfur. The only thing they did was they decided doing movement in Congo, put it together. You want to find a book? Go locate Wayne Batson, who did a book about what's going on in the Great Lakes. We gave testimony in front of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Go find his book. Wayne Madsen. Cannot remember the name of his book, but if you Google or Yahoo search, Internet search his name, you'll see the book. That's what, check that out. People, 646-595-2892. 646-595-2892. What's going on? Are you mad at me because I'm calling you out? Yeah, if you're not doing anything for the country, I'm calling you out. Turn on your passport. Ain't that he's a fake Congolese who wants to, you know, do a Makatanga or go see JPM Piano or go see Kofi. But when it comes down to getting some business, they either want to be the president of the association or they want to hold up the association so nothing gets done. I'm not talking about Eric Yambo, who's doing his stuff with his, I think it's a Point Entertainment, Point Five Entertainment, I believe it's called, or the Point Noir. I'm not talking about Ben Mandela. I'm not talking about Solange down there in Miami. I'm not talking about Tubajika in Atlanta. I'm not talking about Leja Bulela. I'm not talking about Malukai. You know, I'm not talking about Chalumba. I'm not talking about Mwamba. I'm not talking about Omicron. I'm not talking about Nita and Ella out there in D.C. I'm not talking about uh, Tanya. I'm not talking about her. I'm not talking about Felicia Kadima. I'm not talking about the folks who are doing stuff. I'm talking about them Congolese out there who are just being the punks laying on rapping. Come on, people. What are you waiting for? They lot the LRA. Why is it now Ugandans are in our country? Their palms are in our country. So we are justified to go into Uganda. Rwanda's palms are in our country. So we are justified to go into Rwanda. But no, again, the Rwandans and Ugandans are back. Where's the peace? This is, I'm just done. Talking about some Kofi here. I think I, I, he was on the boycott list. I'm going to take him off a little bit. All right. Let's see, give you a little bit here. It says, you know, little, little, we're going to, you know, don't forget later on tonight. Word on the street is happy Valentine's Day. So we're on the street. It's going to be I love Congo. So the 30 minutes is going to be for her. Let's see if we can get a little Kofi going on here. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Babylon will shut your fiestra What will you say if you're coming from dance on your end? You're a vice and boy in a move else When you take a look it's you from far It's a boy where you and him a war Certain boy of the go play Make free them life and go down for them day Certain boy of the go play Cause they know if I did them they won't know have no mercy article recently that talked about the ICC's uh, arrest warrant for Bashir, the president of Bashir of uh, last name of Sudan, and the article said, can a, a genocidal thug be part of the peace process? And I was like, are they talking about Bashir in Sudan? Or are they talking about Kagame in Rwanda? Or Mosavani in Uganda? It's kind of funny how folks who aren't signatories to the Rome statute of the ICC are the very ones saying what the ICC should do when it comes to Bashir in Sudan. They know who they are. I just found it very interesting, very interesting. The ICC should do this. The ICC should do that. Well, your government didn't sign the ICC, you know, to be a member. Your government didn't sign the, the Rome statute. Come on, we can't have it both ways. Yeah. You know, the conference, uh, John Kerry, Senator John, yeah, Senator John Kerry had a recent conference on Sudan. I might profile or put a link here if I'm able to uh, for the Foreign Relations Committee. You know, John Prendergast is there, Roger Winter. Roger Winter's popping up quite often lately. Must have a book coming out. But he's popping up. It was very interesting. About seven people were there. I can't remember the other people right now, an ambassador or what have you, a former envoy. Most people are going to talk about that. But I just found the conversation very interesting. They were talking about the ICC and all this stuff. But I don't believe the U.S. is a signatory to the ICC. Just, it was just very interesting. Because a lot of stuff they were saying about Bashir, they could be saying about Kagami. But anyway, folks, we got two minutes left. We're going to take you out of here. Look. It's Valentine's Day. We got to do what we got to do. Defend the DRC. Uplift for the DRC. We have to speak for those who do not have a voice or whose voice is being silenced by murder. Folks, side Cassie the Binga. I'm out of here. Happy Valentine's Day. 7 o'clock. We're in the street. I love Congo. I'm out of here. Peace. Talk to me, Nas. on the run right now from somebody that somebody's not going to be punished they'll probably integrate the army because the experts think that should have going on what's going on someone's trying to celebrate their valentine's day back in eastern Congo right now 
it's not death and destruction, but we have enough of it to make it a situation, people. What's going on? What's going on? I'm complete. What you waiting for? I'm out of here. Later.